Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. That's how they do it. First, like, four minutes. That was just ridiculous. So, hi, Tyler. Uh, we just took a Jager bomb. Um, so, <laughs> Tyler just said to me, um, I don't know how you function without me. True. And then, I, I, so the other day, um, Tyler and my business partner were doing some, uh, some manual labor for my, um, for my business. And I was at another thing, but then I came after the thing and your productivity went like down to zero. Literally. <laughs> after I just came and I wasn't even like really doing anything. I was just kind of standing there, but you immediately started fucking around as soon as I got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And it was like. And was it you or, or Zach that pointed it out and was like, just as soon as you fucking get together, it's like dumb and dumber, basically. <laughs> I go I go from like a, a, a like a productive and focused person to just like fucking around and throwing hammers. Yeah. Uh. So that so that's my counter to you saying, I don't know how you function without me. <laughs> I don't know how I function with you is the problem. Um, I, I guess. function fine without you. You can't. I don't. I guess we find we function probably better not together. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for drinking and talking shit, obviously. Yeah. That's like our. But then I guess sport. like if we're trying to be productive, then we end up just drinking and talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's. That, so speaking of which, welcome to the drinking and talking shit podcast. <laughs> Woo! Alcohol beyond this point, the podcast where we debate business topics, both sober and drug, to see if we come to the same conclusions. This week's episode <laughs> brought to you by Tyler almost spilling a Jager bomb all over the table just now. So today I want I I texted you earlier cuz I yeah. wanted to talk about this um this thing that's had, this is a business topic. So I won't it's an get to ethics question. No, no, no. This I don't want to talk about child euthanasia. There's literally we're just going to I'm going to say something controversial that it's good. You're going to say that you don't really agree with Elon Musk's take and then that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> No, no, I mean, your topic is about ethics. Is it? Okay, well, okay, I'll just tell the story and then we'll get into it. But I so, like that you just know, know the where <laughs> the conversation's going anyways. Um, so today, so I won't get too into it detail-wise because uh, he's kind of my friend, the other person on the end, other end of this, and like I don't want to like get into his shit. But there's, um, there's a business or a product more so that I wanted to potentially do in the future. And I told you like, th this isn't me just being like, Oh, I thought of that first. Yeah. Like I had told you this like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, uh, my friend who has a company in the same industry uh, of this idea just released the product that I had the idea to do. Right. And and it's kind of, kind of, but not really in his wheelhouse. Like he makes, that kind of product, but not this right. kind of product. Like he specializes in something else, but then he thought this was like going to be, you know, whatever. Um, but, it, but it's closer to his wheelhouse than yours. That's also fair. Yeah. But also who the fuck knows what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> like, Not you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he, he came up with this thing and then I ha had the idea or not the idea, but like, I'm kind of like, I still want to kind of do it. Yeah. And like compete with them. Yeah. So, although, okay. Anyways, I'll I'll, I'll let you finish. Before yeah. So I add like, my thoughts. I guess like, what do you think mainly about situations like that? Like this happens all the time in my in the liquor industry that I'm also in. Um, is like we're always like different 
breweries really similar products. Right. Right. And you're not exactly trying to compete with each. I remember like when I released my vodka sodas, I teased them like just like so you couldn't read what it said, but I just like posted a picture of the can. Yeah. And that was my first can product. And then the, uh, the marketing or like, I don't know what he does. He's like a GM for another one of the breweries DMS me. And he's like, Hey man, is that product that you just teased a vodka soda? Yeah. <laughs> or he said seltzer, but I'm like seltzer. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm releasing a seltzer like next week. <laughs> I don't want you to think <laughs> this was like, we've been planning this for like six months. I swear. Like this is just a complete coincidence. I'm, we're not trying to rip you off. Like, right. Which you know. is unsurprising because everyone was making seltzers. At the time. Yeah. It, it was the fat, like two, two, three years ago. It was kind of the fad thing. Thanks. White Claw. So, it, literally. So, um, we, uh, you know, but I wasn't like personally offended by that. I wasn't like, fuck, they're releasing a product yeah, that's like competing not. with mine, right? But what do you think of like, I guess like it's it's all business, right? But like in this situation, you know the guy I'm talking about. I can't really tell the audience, but like, you know the guy I'm talking about. You know our relationship. Like we're not super tight friends, but like I would consider us friends. Yeah. Probably wouldn't help him move, but like, you know, you know yeah. it, I, we're friendly. And uh, so what does it look like if I just like come out with a competing business basically? Well, I think there's a lot to be said in how you do it because I think one key thing that you mentioned was um, your friend doesn't want to like wholesale his product. That was going to be my next yeah. point of debate. So, so we'll talk about that. I would over. I would stay out of his like immediate territory of sales, which is like the farmers markets, though, which is right. like what I know. Yeah, but I mean, that's if you're gonna do a market try not to do the same one as him kind of yeah. thing because yeah. he's not at every market no right? no no of course not so i would i wouldn't do the same markets as him like just as like a token of respect because it kind of it kind of looks shitty for both of you um if someone walks in is like oh wow look at this product and then like walks a couple of booths over and sees it again yeah it kind of looks makes the market look stupid except that it always fucking happens where there's like 19 people selling fucking and, shitty and jewelry it, and it still sucks like uh, yeah, yeah like for example we went to the i went to the big market whatever the big makers market that's yeah. here in winnipeg uh called third and bird and i felt like i was having deja vu because i ran in i went past i think three or four like leather crafter shops whatever where they had like belts and bags and whatever there's like three or four of them all looked pretty much the same and then had like basically the same products and then the funniest one was um there is these concrete um yeah, oh, yeah. like making like concrete like plant stands it looked like a little like a little three-legged stool yeah and then they had um those trays and then i'm more on board with it now a, because a couple I, plates and the stuff. first two days of the festival i thought they were chairs right I'm like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in it's my a life. dumb chair now when you're like dude they're not chairs they're plants holders i'm like okay yeah because <laughs> you, you don't want to put a plant on like a wooden stool you want because it'll ruin the fucking top right? yeah so you put it on something it's either gonna put on some metal or something like concrete or stone yeah right? i thought it was a I thought it was a chair. And so did I. I totally... <laughs> like, this I th is dumb. <laughs> I, but luckily, I asked questions before I opened my mouth, and they're like, oh, it's a plant stand. I'm like, oh, of course, a plant stand. I was going to say they, I was gonna say stool. Did they have pictures that had plants on them? No. They Why not? Terrible marketing. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. No, because it, I didn't, like, to be fair, I was... But apparently, they sold out. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. I was working the event, so I didn't have time to walk around. Yeah. Uh, the only time I had to walk around was, like, before and after. Yeah. So, like, I didn't see the booths fully set up. So I know like during an event, it could be different, but I would like, like, I know this guy that sells, um, uh, 
they're not really bird houses, but they're like a weird, some sort of feeder thing. Yeah. And like looking at them, you don't really know what they are. Right. But, but he, so he has this well, big, number one, big banners in the back that have like. Marketing the use of, pro- that the, looks, the use of the product. You see the yeah. bird fucking flying in it. Yeah. And then he also has uh, a TV in the middle of his table. Right. Playing videos of it working yeah. on loop. It's a trade show trope because it fucking works. Because it, well, so maybe, yeah. you know. I don't, and I don't know these these concrete planter people. They should have had um, at at worst a bunch of them with plants on them. You don't need pictures yeah. and diagrams. No. You got the thing. Get some fake plants, oh, real they, plants. They didn't even have any plants like at the show. I didn't see. Okay. Maybe there was, but I didn't see any. Like I, okay. it had to be explained to me. So that like not we won't roast them anymore. But you know, I don't wanna, I don't roast them. I just thought it was funny because there was two that were virtually identical, and not only were they they had virtually identical products like they looked like they were the same product like i thought it was the same company in two spa- two spaces at once like not like unironically and uh i had business cards from both and they were you know oh, yeah, you get those like square. S- square business cards yeah. and they were both black cards with white text like plain white text logos on like black square card and it was like what the fuck is going on and they just had different names but one of them was definitely because I got, I definitely have a more critical eye. One of them was definitely a better product, and they had a. You could tell they were a little bit more professional in how they made their shit. One was definitely made like literally just like filled the. They bought like, uh, like Home Depot buckets, filled them with concrete, and then like knocked it out because it had like the little divot in the middle from like <laughs> the inside of a bucket. Yeah. And the other ones were like polished and smooth and look a lot cleaner. So it's like one obviously put in a bit more effort than the other one, but yeah, I was interested in talking to them because of like I've got some like concrete. Uh, potentially concrete based products that we're working on soon and like i would i don't want to get into making concrete shit i'd rather just like go to somebody that makes it sure so i'm like i was getting doing a bit of networking getting contact information I'm like oh look a concrete guy grab his car talk to him do the whole pitch walk a couple of booths i'm like Same. oh look a concrete guy <laughs> give the pitch get the card i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah it was pretty weird but yeah it's it's not a great look and you have to then you're in direct contention, and it's not you're, you're not going to be friends with the guy anymore after that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like, would you would you ask his not permission, but like, would you tell him what you're doing before I start? I wouldn't ask permission, but I would tell him, and I would maybe as a concession of like, hey, I've been sitting on this idea for like more than a year before you released it, um, so I don't want you to feel like this is something you know I'm doing in your face. And just as like a personal uh, favor to you, I won't sell in any venues that you're planning to sell in because yeah. I don't want to take away from your sales and I don't need to because he may also look at it like you already have a successful business and you're additionally chewing into, yeah, his, into his industry, which then just looks like sh- looks like shit. I, I, I often feel bad because like, how do I say this without being a dick? <laughs> I do my business full time. Yeah. More than full time. Like I'm, you know, I make pretty good money. Yeah. Maybe not personally. I reinvest all of it, but like, you know, I'm doing hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales. Um, and I do it full time. And then I like, I go to markets with these people. Um, I didn't mean to say like these people, but like I, I go to markets with people that are great, but they like just, they try so hard and they can't get their business full time. Right. Right. And so, <laughs> and like I sometimes it's like they're like oh I did like this this amount of sales at the market I'm like is that good for you yeah and they're like oh thanks and I'm like no no I didn't mean it like that I just have like no no 
context. Yeah. Whether are you complaining to me right now or are you happy? Like, yeah. I honestly have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I sell liquor over here. The government takes my money. It's like, I don't know what's good or not. Yeah, it's hard to... Like, I don't know what your margins are. I don't know what your targets are. I don't know what your last week's numbers were. Like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and, and just from those conversations that I've had with people, I, I it seems like I'm in the upper, um, probably 15% of uh, people that sell at markets. Yeah, and you've got a professional product and a semi-professional booth (laughs) yeah it's gotten a lot better (laughs) it has it has it used to be plastic table bottle cash box (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) sometimes still is sometimes still is if i'm super hungover or it's raining outside i'm like fuck this (laughs) yeah um anyway but uh don't even put the bottle out. Just be like, <laughs> just got your sweater on. Just sit in the chair. There's a cooler behind you. Like, what do you want? <laughs> but yeah. Just say what you want. I'll throw it out. What'll it be? But, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I find it like, I guess like at the end of the day, business is business is business is business, right? You can't like, if I have an idea that I'm passionate about, it's not like I'm, no one's inventing the reinventing the wheel. Right. And no one's also doing you any favors by staying out of your neighborhood. That's a good point as well. Yeah. I mean, like, because if someone was passionate about wine and they wanted to start making wine, it's not my business to be like, well, you can't come to the same fucking events that I do then. Right. Absolutely not. Right. So, like, I, I, I would, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, split. Because, it, yeah, like like you were saying, like, that's his, this business is his, my friend's full-time income. Yeah. Right? And that's how he pays his mortgage and, and his other shit. And this is also one product out of a lot many that he has. But, like, you know, maybe if I... And it it also is kind of funny because I know for a fact someone took one of his product ideas and mm-hmm. ran with it one time and he was like pissed about it. Yeah. Or he was, I think or maybe he was pissed, but he told me, he's like, I'm not even pissed. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> like, cause he made the original. Yeah. He made this product and then a competitor who, and they're friendly enough. Like they talk like this was definitely a ripoff. He was planning on doing, and then like it was during COVID, and he couldn't get his hands on one of the ingredients or something, mm-hmm. so he like temporarily discontinued it, or well, not even discontinued, just like couldn't make a batch. And then this other guy made a batch mm. of that product, exact same one. Yeah. And then he was basically, well, if he's not gonna fucking do it, I'll do it. Right. And it was like, well, it was this because supply chain issue? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, I mean, there, but also, did that directly take from his sales? Who like, knows? Also, that's kind of like a. First come, first serve, I guess. Well, that's like, competition one fucking one, right? Like, it's just... Especially because this is a small-scale small, small scale competition, and they can prob- there's probably enough room at the table for them both to eat, and they're probably not directly selling against each other. Not often, yeah. So it kind of sucks when someone <laughs> takes your idea um, or copies you. But, but also... But just be better, right? Think, yeah, think about, like, that's the cornerstone of capitalism, right? It, yeah. Is just make a better idea. Like, there's a guy um, in our city that's using my pictures to get jobs. Like we were on the same job site. He took a bunch of pictures of my work and he uses it to advertise his services on on classified sites. And I think it's funny Yeah. Okay. because I've seen his work and I know he's not capable. So it's like, I like, he could take, he could take pictures off of Pinterest. He could take pictures off I was going to say, that's essentially like someone fucking using a Google image, like stock image for something. It doesn't fucking matter. And we've had like, um, like some, whatever previous employees, uh, take pictures of work that they didn't do but projects they were on so it's like kind of okay like yeah you were there but like you, well, didn't, get, you didn't do it that's tough and like, you couldn't pull it off on your own that's tough like 
I think a good example is uh, film reels, right? Right. Where you like, you have a, like, for those of you not in the know, if you're a aspiring actor, director, um, you know, director of photography, whatever, you have what's called a film reel or just a reel, which is like examples of your work. Yeah. So, and it's like a resume. Yeah. Like when you're trying to get a job acting or whatever, you send them a little 10 minute reel or shorter of just like things you've been in. Right. Right. So people can see the clip or if you're like a lighting guy they can see the light right right but like a film fucking 900 people working yeah on there's it, so many contributors right yeah. so it's like you know maybe you were acting like shit but the editing really saved it right right so it's like but now you're sending that reel out as if that like so so that's that that's just where my mind immediately went it's like well you know if it's a collaborative event like fucking yeah. construction it's like who's to say he didn't yeah this isn't his work right you well, know i mean the I it's construction is a lot easier because it'd be like if I wasn't there and it was just him, that could not have happened. Like I've seen his solo work and it was not that. Sure, but yeah. also if you take a picture away from far away enough, you, everything looks fine. But then also if like they'll find that out pretty fucking quick. Exactly. So I and, I super don't yeah. care because like we operate on brand. Yep. I don't I don't operate necessarily on my um like on my work directly. It's like it's kind of on brand and on reputation, which is more than just the pictures of your work. Yeah, yeah, So for sure. I just, this was like early, early on, and I had somebody tell me about this. He's like, you should like do something about it. You should report or you should whatever, say something. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Because yeah. like, let him try. And I'm like, yeah. this guy's not. Well, no, and it's not like. It doesn't hurt me at all. It's not like he's trying to pretend like it's your brand. Right. right, he's not trying to be my brand. He's not. He's not being like hire Surface Studio and then he hires them and it's him, right? Not you, right? right. It's not. Well, that's not what it is. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So that if if someone is impersonating you, that's one thing. Yeah, that's different. But I think if they're trying to rip off your work, even if they're literally using your exact idea and maybe even you know proof of your work in order to do their work. I don't know. Unless it's materially damaging you, I, I honestly, I just think it's kind of funny to watch. Well, even be like, like, especially if they're not like entirely capable. Because the reason they're using your shit is because they, they're not capable of doing anything equivalent or better. So if they're going but, to do it, it they're just going to sink themselves. Let's think about it in like macro, not like macroeconomics, but like in giant companies, like mm. Pepsi and Coke have essentially the exact same lineup i was gonna say um like facebook ripping off products sure. from every other company Face, facebook's a great example but like let's think uh i'm thinking like not pepsi and coca-cola companies but just the original pepsi and the original coke right they have coke zero and pepsi whatever yeah i think it's pepsi zero as well right they have like pepsi max no, no pepsi max is double caffeine double sugar is it yeah what the fuck? Yeah, they only sell it in America and Europe. Crack cocaine in a bottle, okay? Great. Yeah, it's double everything. Uh, they're not. Like, I thought it was. I thought it was a no sugar product. No, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, yeah. no, I I uh, just looked it up the other day for some reason. Okay. I don't remember why, but yeah, it's it's uh, double, and it's like pretty much only Latin America and uh, and Europe markets. Here's an oxymoron. I'm looking up Pepsi Max nutrition. <laughs> But uh, Coke and Pepsi essentially have the same like sub sub kinds, right? Like they have the double caffeine one, they have the no calorie one, they have the cherry one, right? But it wouldn't you wouldn't really say they're ripping each other off. No, or, it or says would you? zero grams of sugar. 
in max it's double caffeine though i think yeah it's no yeah it says on the can no sugar but it's double caffeine yeah i think oh, okay. you're right okay. so it's just fucking aspartame or whatever yeah, yeah which i don't like i don't like artificial flavors or yeah. sweeteners i think they taste worse i would agree i'd ra- like i'd rather have something with no sweeteners than yeah. have fake sweetener absolutely like and this is something that even my mom drilled into my head she's like just if you're gonna have something sweet have just just have sugar don't like the sugar replacements are worse with a caveat unless you're diabetic or which, have yeah, of whatever other health sensitivities that like are amplified by sugar which obviously i didn't because the aspartame is going to be fucking worse for your exactly. liver than Unle- sh- unless you're you know you're you got other health conditions because i know like sugar is bad for you but it's not like cancer causing is it like it's like no it's just really bad for it's you it's natural like yeah. sugar is the what, like, we've been eating sugar forever yeah so right? it's cocaine yeah Super, but we haven't supernatural we haven't been i th- uh as far as i know like chewing on like pure coca leaf is like actually therapeutic and fine yeah it's the because they fucking refine it with gasoline and shit that makes it like really bad for I mean, you is gasoline really that bad for you also you're like like you, the concentration that you're huffing into your fucking brain like versus like what yeah. a drug would be yeah exactly it's, it'd be like if i fucking melted down like psilocybin mushrooms and then like snorted a thousand to one you You'd know what i mean they'll be it's better like, off than cocaine or, sure but like well there's i saw a tiktok that was like an orangutan and it's like when my wife is trying to divorce me and leave because of my gasoline uh, drinking addiction, but the car won't start. Hmm. I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I got on weird, that, weird, uh, weird TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh, okay. So like, would you say that like Coke is ripping off Pepsi by making the same, my product? Like, I don't think so. I think like at a certain point it's what customers want. I think it, yeah, that's, it's following the industry waves, right? Cause like, here's another, I want to, fuck, I think I got the story right. Pepsi, who was the first one to make that clear one in like the 70s? Coke. Coke. And then Pepsi, the competitor, made a a copycat product that tasted bad on purpose to kamikaze their sales. That's wild. That's real. I thought, yeah, and Bud Light, didn't Bud Light or Budweiser or ABM Bev, whatever, make a clear beer? I don't know. Like clear as water beer, but it like didn't sell because like, even though it tasted just like normal, whatever light beer, people thought it was like people like, Oh, this, this is bullshit. Cause it's water. Like I don't want to drink water, even though they, they literally just like add color back and be yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, it's a good product. Well, that's like, do you know a lot of, um, dark rums, they're just food coloring it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so b- <laughs> have you been following the whole like fucking cancel culture, bud, bud light story? Yeah fucking crazy i love it i love calling it that because conservatives love whining and groveling about cancel culture but they do it better than everybody they fired uh, the marketing chief and ahead of it apparently jesus yeah just, what, but it wasn't even like a run of like branded cans didn't they just send like no, a they sent like a branded can to this uh a trans influencer and yeah. then posted about it on social media and then that social media post is what blew everybody up yeah well it was i think it's like they have brand ambassadors yeah and like they one of the brand ambassadors was trans right so then all which, the conservatives which bud light has like a 20 30 year history of like promoting lgbtq yeah whatever 
members, but it's it's fake outrage. All the people mad about it are fucking idiots. It just fucking blew like Kid Rock blew up like a a a case of Bud Light with a machine gun. Except that I I saw a picture of Kid Rock in a dress in the nineties or whatever. Literally, yeah, literally. It's yeah. All these people are fucking. They're just trying to make money. They're parodies of themselves. They're grifters. But uh, I was gonna say I don't know if you heard about this part, but um, in uh, Belgium. They they intercepted a shipment of uh, Miller High Life because it said uh, like in like in France they obviously they've got the Champagne region um, so they intercepted the shipment of uh, Miller High Life which just had the slogan of like the Champagne of beers for like fucking twenty years or whatever because they're not allowed to say Champagne yeah the, because it said <laughs> Champagne on the can they. Made a video. They pour them all out, fucking crush the cans. Well, like the government of France and toss them out. Yeah, like that's... the government of France, and it's like you can't use fucking champagne <laughs> in our backyard. That's fine. And like destroyed this whole shipment of Miller High Life, which I think, honestly, cancer culture. The result of that is like, I'm kind of, I've never, I've never had a can of Miller High Life. I'm like, I kind of want to try it now. <laughs> it's like the mark. I don't know if that market. I don't know if that whole thing is is effective now. I'm just thinking of Miller High Life. I think Miller High Life is like the same as like, like Coors Banquet, like, like equivalent. It's like fine. Yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to get back quick onto my that original topic, but like going to the second part. So we can agree that business doesn't really give a shit about you know your feelings. Well, maybe if I wanted to do it politely and keep a friendship with them i would be open and honest about it and i wouldn't like directly compete with them but this brings me into like he has wanted um retailers there's a pretty big retail uh chain here called uh sobeys uh sobeys safeway it's like our biggest grocery chain in the country and they wanted to put his products in some of their stores and he said no yeah, because he didn't want to do more work, I think, and didn't want to take the haircut for selling wholesale. Yeah, which is a lot more work for much less price per bottle. Yeah, but, but way more money because you can not, just crank though. out more bottles. It's also not that like manufacturing works at scale, right? Exactly. Like, it, but like, he's not thinking about that. He's thinking no. about his own time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I think he's not thinking about the leverage of equipment and labor. And I think if I recall correctly, he sells in his house right now. Yeah. Or he, sorry, he produces from his house and he's allowed to do that because he only sells at farmer's markets. Right. So he'd have to go commercial. He would have to go into rent a commercial kitchen and get a license for that right. and do all this, et cetera, et cetera. Which like, Which ev- he, that's he, what everyone fucking does. Yeah. But he doesn't have an appetite for it yet. He doesn't have an appetite and like apparently doesn't want to like he doesn't have any app like he has yeah no even in a little bit of that i've spoken to him he has zero appetite for yeah he has it. no plans to no right because like i know some people that um have gotten requested by like co-ops or stores sobeys is a hard one to get into yes. the fact that he got requested and turned it down i was like oh bro that's <laughs> like, shooting yourself in the yeah. foot yeah but like so sobeys is hard but like so uh there's a bunch of people i know very pretty small businesses that have gotten to our local co-op stores, which is a local um, cooperative grocery store here. And uh, they have a whole local section. That's kind of their thing. So uh, I know a bunch of people that have gotten in there. And I like I know more people that have gotten requested. And they're like, I can't hit your minimums. Right. Because when, when you go that to that meeting, they're like, okay, here's how much we need every month. 
yeah. like delivered to all of our stores. And it would probably take a significant investment from those people. Yeah. So more money than they have also like more capacity than they have. And like for a lot of them, it's like they don't have enough. They couldn't be delivering those to all these stores. Right. They don't have a truck. Whatever, right. Yeah. Right? They've got to physically create a business all of a sudden. Yeah. So they've said no. It's but a, Yeah. It's a big jump. And then I've talked to them about it and they're like, oh, I really want to. So that's what I'm going to do over this next year is get my resources up, get the fucking packaging finished, get my barcodes done and then, you right. know, and then go into it. But like my, my friend here is just like, oh, no, I never want to do that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, at a certain point I respect it. But like if I made a competing product, I would go wholesale. Yeah. I would get in those grocery stores. Yeah, I would if so back to your earlier point of like business doesn't have feelings, business doesn't care. Um I really don't like that sentiment just simply because I think it's a cop out to people being like I don't have to I don't have to adhere to like human ethics and decency because profits. Yep. I think Yeah, but why is like okay, would you say taking somebody's job is like ethically incorrect like say if you got hired at a place or a con well, i'll yeah. use your exact business you get hired to be a contractor and somebody else loses out on the bid yeah is that you being unethical against them because you took their fucking contract no no so that's that's not i'm not saying that you can't compete i'm saying that ethics is still relevant so if i did something unethical to win the bid like for example shit talked him made up something about them like did something that's like false or unethical or whatever or did like took insider information that i knew about them because of a trusted relationship and turned it against them whatever like if i did something like that i would say yes that that's a shitty thing that's unethical or if i undercut like this is common in construction i undercut the bid you get the job and then once you get the job you just like start adding on adding on adding on and then you like you crank up your number past what the other people were at because that's where your number actually is, but you do it on the back end. Like there's like a lot of shitty ways to do business that like kind of flirt with ethics and can be like, just like oh, business, business, bud. Uh, it like, I think it's a cop out in a lot of ways, but I'm not saying that you can't do this without violating ethics. All I'm saying is you have to apply per your personal ethics to this and don't say because business is business get fucked. Um, I think you should look at it like, Okay, so this guy is, you definitely respect the farmer's market hustle, right? You, yeah, 100%. You, like like the, the, the free market, make product, sell product to it's one of the whatever. It's one of the purest forms of capitalism exactly. is a farmer's market where you so, just show up on a corner and start selling shit. So that's your uh, standard of ethics, and I think he would probably be on the same page. So as long as you don't violate that, of like, I would say if you were, think about old school, if you and another guy we're going to go sell on street corners. You probably wouldn't sell on opposite street corners. Although there is something to be said about the advantage of that, but I don't think in this case there would be right. Like a lot of stores, they set up on like literal opposite street corners to kind of create like hubs of commerce. Right. I don't think that's relevant with like a farmer's market. So my point being, I wouldn't go and sell in his backyard and directly try to steal away from his, product sales where he makes a living because he makes a living in a very limited way you've got more capital you've got more capability you've got a greater willingness like you're willing to go wholesale do all these things if i were you i would just go straight over this guy's head 
go to the go to bigger markets he doesn't attend to go to any any markets that you're at that he doesn't go ahead and sell and then jump straight to wholesale and try to get into that market right past him and just hit all the missed opportunities that he's not doing and sure he can be jealous but he can't be upset at you because you didn't take shit away from him. So I guess like, I think I already know what your answer is going to be, but do you think that's not a violation of ethics by like, I know that he's not willing or capable to go into the wholesale route. So I go over his head, go into the wholesalers and try and list a competing product. I think that's fine. He got there first. Yeah. He, had, he, he could have done it. He literally had an offer on the table. Yeah. He could have done it. His he could still take every single day between now and when you get that deal. Yeah. To do it. He could do it. Yeah. Every single day. And up until that day, when you even make that offer, he could probably come and make a competing offer. Yeah. Like, and he has the legacy. He has the previous, like he has every opportunity in the world. If people leave money on the table, it's on the table. Fucking take it. Like, I I guess you're not going to, he's, it will make no material difference. I think that my point is like, if you materially impact him, uh, that's uh, one thing. But, but if you just do something that affects him emotionally, but, I think that's irrelevant. But like, if I grow a brand large, it might impact him financially. Um, maybe, maybe not. Because if you're not selling directly in competition with him, like this is this is like a especially retail products, it's all about access, right? Like you said, Coke versus Pepsi. Um, Because Pepsi literally bought the KFC Taco Bell chains because they wanted, like, exclusivity to those chains. So if you are all of a sudden you get this in the stores and it's selling big and people go to a place where he is and you're not and they're like, oh, I love this product, whatever, and they see his version of it, they'll buy it. Well, maybe. potential because they if they like the the idea of the product they're like oh i like this thing this version that version whatever i'll buy it so i mean you could in in that kind of perspective you can raise awareness of the the product concept i guess yeah rising tide slips all boats right like i I, like because if if you make him less novel that could benefit him we take about that we talk about that a lot with um craft beers like any sale taken away from Budweiser is yeah. a win. doesn't matter which craft brewery is selling it. Yeah. It's just switching someone's like ideology from buying macro to buying micro is a win. Yeah. And you're talking like micro, micro competition here. You're talking about a tiny percentage of a tiny percentage of a type of a product that people yeah. buy. Yeah. So it's like this guy is eating up, you know, 1% of this tiny market and you're going to yeah, take an, that... and you're going to take another one or two percent of this tiny localized market yeah what what are you really doing right yeah yeah i guess like just as like a respect thing I, I i wouldn't sell it i wouldn't want to look at this guy across the floor and be like we're selling the same shit yeah personally yeah. but i don't know i also like i know i can outcompete and just that's like, the thing you, know. you, you could crush him but that's <laughs> that's the thing like that's just because you can doesn't mean doesn't mean, doesn't mean you need to that's fair especially yeah. if you have a successful business already it can just be seen as like <sighs> um an arrogant fuck you yeah like i don't need to do this but i'm doing it just to i only you. have two successful businesses i want a hundred rip or actually i want 69 then i'll retire 
which is why like the ethics of becoming a billionaire is always questioned by people because it's like you can become a millionaire without being problematic i think you can make, i think easily you, yeah. you can make tens of millions you can make even hundreds of millions yeah by like genuinely contributing value and making you know measurable difference whatever in whatever way and being compensated for that but when you get like the gap between making 50 million and making a billion dollars is monstrous that's the difference between someone that works at mcdonald's and someone that's a millionaire in you got to remember yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. in literal terms that's someone that makes 50 million versus a billion that's yeah. that's the difference between mcdonald's manager and real estate millionaire that is the gap yeah and it's like and if you're making 50 million a year in order to jump to a billion you have to cross i i believe like i don't know exactly what the threshold is but there's a certain point there's a th certain threshold that you cross from like i create value to i crush competition and i consolidate because at a certain point that's what's required in order to grow is to crush and consolidate which is i mean there's a few weird rare exceptions like I mean, you come up with some like revolutionary product of technology, I, but that's also all the examples I can think of are like tech companies in like the early 2010s. Exactly. Like right? Apple and shit like that. Yeah. Where they actually like even like Facebook, right? right? There was nothing like that before. Yeah. Like maybe MySpace, but, but not, not really. Though, but also right? in order to become a personal billionaire, Mark Zuckerberg had to fuck over quite a lot of people. Yeah. And, and I guess like, well, cause like me and you, I think probably agree that like, I don't personally believe having employees is exploitation. Like I, I don't no. particularly believe in excess value theft. Yeah. Not, know... not strictly. I think like I, in a perfect world, I think running a co-op would be really cool, especially with tradespeople. Yeah. But not all tradespeople are created equal. And yeah. I think at a certain point, the co-op still needs to be managed yeah. and whatever. Well, like my max and, and optimized by somebody, my employees, like I, I consider most of us pretty close with each yeah. other. Like, like, and I, I all like, they, they see a lot of our, they see all our sales. They see a lot of our books and I consistently get them being like, how do you, are you okay? <laughs> like, you <laughs> yeah. do not make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Like, cause like I don't, I'm my, my, most of my employees make more money than I do. Yeah. But flip the script on that. Say you're making 10 times as much as your employees. How does that change your dynamic? But like a lot of the, um, money aside, like not talking about money, I've had them being like, I don't want to do what you do in a day. Exactly. Like, I don't yeah. want to have to think about what you think about. Cause like, I've had them been like, why are you up at four in the morning? I'm like, Oh, this needed to get done. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You people know. like there, there's, <laughs> I think about this actually a lot. Like one of my, one of my guys right now that, um, is my, like my protege, he had an opportunity basically to co-own or own his own company. But he got, he got basically a taste of the good life, wink, wink, uh, of running his own crew. I'm saying wink, wink, sarcastically, good life. So he's running his own crew for a summer of like six, seven guys. And he's like, when the day ends, I cannot check out and stop thinking about work. He's like, I got to think about like, what are we doing tomorrow? What's this guy doing? What's that guy doing? Do we have this on site? Do we have this? Do we have that on site? I'm checking the weather to make sure it's okay. I'm texting people to make sure that, you know, they're going to show up and, you know, somebody text me they're like oh i'm gonna be sick i got dogs like there's all this shit that happens after hours and he's like i can't fucking handle it he's like it drove me insane i hate it and i'm like 
from my perspective, I'm like, I'm already doing that. Yeah. I would just like to be compensated for it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I, that's me. That's my default. And I just want to be compensated for it. And he's like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be bothered. I don't want to be interested. I like, I don't want it. He's like, I got my work. I want to check the fuck out at five o'clock. Go home and drink. Don't call me. Don't text me. If you call me, text me. I'm not answering. I'll see you tomorrow morning. And he like, he kills it from eight to five, but then he's out outside of that and and could not be bothered. Because yeah, he is, well, he's, compl- I guess, he's completely risk adverse too. Like not a lot of, um, I don't know a lot of like r- r- true communists, but like, you know, those like edgy internet socialist types yeah. um, that are like vote for Bernie because he's a communist. Yeah. But it's like, oh, come come on. <laughs> there, there's room, um, there's room those, for entrepreneurship in all those, those systems. But those type of people I think would tell you that CEOs don't work hard at all. Right, right. That then they're they're getting just compensated for because capitalism, they don't. Which is, which is false. I mean, like there's yeah. there's a middle there's a middle ground of truth here between well, and the capitalists also, and the communists. I right? think those type of people also want to like share all the reward without sharing all the risk. I don't think it's a risk reward thing, but like they'd, C- wanna, CEOs, they'd want to CEOs don't take on risk. Well, okay, CEO is the bad. It was, I was just saying CEO is like a. Um, because that's what they would say. Right. I hate the like, yeah, CEOs around the world. It's like CEO is like 19 people down from the top True. and they get, they're the fucking figurehead that gets fired. If something goes wrong, like I want to be director yeah, but of they the get, board. They get fired with a $17 million severance package. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Right. It's like, I don't want to well, be a CEO. I want to be a like dictator no i want to be like a 9.9 percent stakeholder in the company so i don't have to report to the fucking fin right. track my ownership right like yeah um i think the ceo is one of the most overworked dare i even say it controversially underpaid positions it, I, think I think it, a lot of I think those it people, really depends on the ceo i think well, okay like we're talking like the ceo that you're thinking of that are making 17 million dollars i think is like there's probably a thousand of them it's a small number, yeah. Like I think a lot of them are making two hundred grand and working eighteen hours a day. Well, not they're not just working eighteen hours a day. Like it it consumes your life, yeah. it consumes your mind, and it like it almost overtakes your your personality and your lifestyle. My business is all I can think about. Right. Like, Which is like how do you it, it you're effectively sacrificing all of your time, <laughs> your your fucking personality, your free your your entire space for free thought. And like, and imagine doing that and then still being an employee, right? And that's what a CEO is. (laughs) And everything that happens below you and above you, you are accountable to whether or not you have control over it and accountable for below you. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's, it having the, the, the higher that like the highest quote unquote, highest rank that I've ever held in a company with the most responsibility, greatest compensation, uh, (laughs) What I found is the higher that I rose and the more money that I made, the greater the percentage of my day that was just entirely spent eating shit. Yep. Like that's basically how that that was the, that was the equivalence that I drew. I'm like, oh, the more you're willing to eat shit, the more money you can make because in in companies, sure, the money trickles to the top, but so does the bullshit. Yeah. All the biggest problems, all the biggest crises, like all the responsibilities, they all trickle up, trickle up, trickle up. At a certain point, they hit a guy who's like absolutely responsible to solve that problem. And you just like, 
for example, you think about the worst customer you have to deal with. You, if you cannot solve their problem, you push it up to the manager. If the manager cannot solve the problem, he pushes it up to his boss. At a certain point, someone has to deal, someone with, it. Has to deal with it and deal with that fucking customer. I suggest you send it to our automatic email system, sir. <laughs> right. And I've been that customer and I kind of like, I did this first because it was fair, but secondly, You're because I was, I, was, I was kind of interested in like seeing what happened. And I just pulled my inner Karen with my, like my cell phone provider. And I got up to like the district regional manager and like still got a shit deal. But just, it was like that, <laughs> the guy that had to deal with me, his rank I just think about the percentage of his day that is de- that is spent dealing with shit like that, which is probably most of it. I just got a bad review on Facebook because Ooh. a customer uh, opened their wine and had it too long and it went bad, and I wouldn't give them a refund for it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I was, and then they like I. Oh, you oxidized your own wine? Yeah, I responded to it. Like they called and I. I'm like sorry nothing I can do and then they went out of their way to leave a bad review right. and I just didn't respond to the review because yeah. I'm like whatever it's just like I'm not going to solve it but I was going to solve I was going to respond like so if you go to the buy a fucking avocado and it goes bad can you go back to Safeway and get a, get another one <laughs> like fuck off I mean the guy at Safeway might give you a refund because he doesn't care but but, but like fuck off like yeah, absolutely fuck off anyway we're going to transfer here into the part of the show that you the audience can pick the shot that we take um, sticking with the theme of this episode, we're just going to take a yeah, yeah, Herrmeister, yeah, Jägermeister, Jägermeister shot. Why is there a caribou on the label? He's a, he's a Jäger. What? Jäger, it's German for caribou. Oh. I don't think that's true. I don't think they have, car- it's definitely a deer. I don't think they have caribou. <laughs> I was going to say, in the true spirit of this podcast, no no statements are fact-checked. <laughs> Willows, bullshitting as usual. Kind of like Tucker Carlson. Anyways, I, I used to shots, have a, um, I'm, yeah, let's take a shot and I'll tell this story <laughs> quick. Cheers. Thank you, Jägermeister, for sponsoring this episode. I used to have a uh, YouTube show when I um, was like 11 with my friend. Which, by the way, if I had stuck with mm-hmm. and made one every week like we do this podcast, I'd be famous by now. 100%. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Because that was like when YouTube was going through, like you could just get famous by posting every day. Yeah. Um, hundred. There's no doubt in my mind if I had stuck with it. But I had a falling out with the guy that I made it with. Anyway, and I'm, I'm not going to name it, because, but it, it won't take you too long to find it. You can It's still on the internet. You can find it. You can see how I am. 12 years old back in the freddy days but we had a um we had a uh, segment on it called total bs news where i just gave news that was like <laughs> just completely pulled out of my ass mm-hmm. but it was like i had to do it without like um stammering or like st- like i just had to like go ad lib it yeah basically ad lib it and like that was part of it and um yeah that was pretty funny what the fuck is jagermeister that's the real question <laughs> yeah no honestly i have no idea it's a uh, it's a liqueur that they age in oak and just add a bunch of botanicals to. Tastes like liquor somehow. I know Jaegers. Jaeger Jaegers were like a German mercenary. 
In like colonial times. And Meister is... Means man, I think. Something like that. Because like... Uh, no, that's Mensch. Because Ubermensch was like... Yeah, Hitler's Me- like Meister is like a, like a like a leader, a ma- master. Let me look it up real quick. Meister... Okay. Meister meaning uh, skilled or prominent in a specified area. That's okay. our master. Um, I, I feel like there's so many, isn't that weird? Like there's so many alcohols that are just like ubiquitous. Yeah. Like if you said Jägermeister, everyone knows who you're talking about, but it's like, what the fuck is it? No one knows what it is. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, there's something to be said for the, I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot of household names, but also the household names of things that people don't know what it is, but they know what it is anyways. Yeah, that's, like, which is weird. Like, oh, it's like Jäger. And you're like, what? Like, What is Jäger? It's like, alcohol, I don't know, it's Jäger. Alcohol especially. Yeah. No, and then like stuff gets like almost genericized. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, use like a Bailey's or or something like that, and you're like, right. what is that? Nobody though? says like a rumchata. <laughs> yeah. Or a herbal liquor liqueur, like you know, instead of a Jagermeister, you'd be like, use a Jagermeister or an equivalent in your drink, like. Right. Yeah. So, and I guess like some, because like this is certainly, yeah, since 1878, like staple staple yeah so one thing that i have to mention Mm -hmm. because it's timely uh so what have you heard about the whole tucker debacle the only thing i've heard is that tucker carlson and don lemon were fired on the same day and someone named shell who was like a producer on Tucker show yeah i heard i've heard conflicting i heard that he left in protest but then apparently fox released a statement being like, no, that's not true. We fucking fired that guy too. Um, and also Don Lemon posted a response to, um, he's like, I was not consulted or whatever. And then CNN releases a statement being like, no, we invited him to a meeting. He didn't show up. Right. Like, so who the fuck knows? But apparently um, Murdoch himself decided to fire. Yeah, shit can. Um, like I, big, apparently, big boss himself. Apparently... He was, and this is for anybody who's like on the fence about it. Uh, Tucker was uh, informed of his quote unquote firing less than 10 minutes before the press release went out that he was quote unquote amicably leaving the company. They're agreeing to part ways. So they like did that as a favor to him. They're like, yeah, to we're parting ways. Blah, so blah, he blah. can keep his, he can save face safe to face. agree. Yeah. But uh, can't fire me. I quit. Exactly. There's a lot of, uh, speculation about like what his non-competes might be so, like he probably can't get into news for some period of time but either way apparently he's been like dodging text messages calls any correspondence from anybody he's like he's acting like a guy who got fired he's, oh. not, he's not acting like a guy who quit I, I and, saw... and he signed off his last show being like I'll see you I'll guys see next week yeah. or I'll see you on Monday whatever and then was fired right before his next show. Well, it was obviously unexpected. He was like, obviously fired. I, I saw I saw something funny that was like some conservative complaining, like the how the fucking 
indecency to give someone 10 minutes notice before they fire you and then i respond like dude have you ever been fired that's how it happened <laughs> like you they, just get fired they, they call you into the office they get the fuck out of here tommy you're you're fucking L- shitty <laughs> like, literally the, like so or um, even better you go to like cap- sign sign in in the morning and your login don't yeah, work and they're like oh yeah by the way yeah it's capitalism baby like yeah so, get the fuck out especially yeah. at fox like they, they, they have a track record of doing this like they unceremoniously fire their top guy They've done that a bunch of times, but it's never for like what you think the, it's the reasons that everyone else would yeah. think. The only reason you get fired at Fox is because you become such a large HR liability well, that they can no longer stomach you. Who is the other guy? Rush Limbaugh was that him? No, no. Um, One of them like raped somebody, didn't they? Yeah. So there was uh, there was the CEO of Fox who they made that um, Netflix uh, movie about. Oh, um, Narcos. Yeah. The Hunger Games. Why can't I think of his fucking name? This is why I don't, this is why I shouldn't drink while podcasting. I don't really care as well. Okay. Anyways, there's, um, whatever the Margot Robbie Netflix movie. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, literally. Margot Robbie is literally my dream girl. Queen bitch. Uh, so she played this like innocent conservative and she goes to Fox and then gets like sexually assaulted by the CEO. Uh, that guy, whatever real story got fired because was a serial sexual offender within the company. And then also the, the host that was like the other, the last big name before Tucker. Honestly, it's fine that I don't mention his name. He's better left forgotten. And the guy that died. No, he's not dead yet. Oh, I just got fired for sexually assaulting like dozens of women didn't one of them die uh i hope like pretty recently one of those big guys limbaugh right bill o'reilly bill o'reilly that's the name he died right probably didn't he fucking die like yeah so bill o'reilly was the one before tucker and then uh i just i'll remember his name eventually i only remember the fuck it let's do it live thing right that's I don't care about. American so Tucker was bigger anchors. than Bill O'Reilly though. Like you gotta, you can't understate yeah. the fact that Tucker could go on the on the news, whatever, quote unquote news with great sarcasm, in the evening, and say some shit, and he could directly correspond with like Donald Trump and directly influence yeah. uh, policy. Like he said some shit about migrants going to Martha's Vineyard, and then DeSantis literally took some fucking migrants and airshipped him <laughs> to Martha's Vineyard. He said some shit to uh, Greg Abbott about like the the border security in Texas. He's like, why don't you mobilize the National Guard? And he immediately mobilized the National Guard. Like he had so, he had outsized power that was like completely unusual to media personalities, period. And he had a crazy amount of pull. So rather than like talk about like current events because like people listen to this in the future and it's not entertaining i want to talk more about like this so tucker carlson leaving fox yeah this happened to a local dj here right can't say his name but he got fired for making a i think it was a transphobic thing right but he was pretty big he was like apparently most listened local show yeah and had a bunch of support um but then when he left uh, he he started a podcast, but he was saying the only reason he started a podcast is because he signed his um, contract like pre-internet, like he because he had been there for like twenty years or whatever. 
So his contract didn't specifically say you can't do a podcast. Right. And apparently they had tried to come back at him and renegotiate it. Yeah. And every time he was like, no. Yeah. Because that's maybe something I want to do on the, on the side. And, um, he said that it was standard in new contracts that says you don't own your name anymore. So if you ever make a podcast on the side, you can't call it the, um, Tucker Carlson podcast. Right. You can't use your name to promote it because Fox owns that. I don't know the details of his contract, but I just remember this local DJ, this was a huge controversy at the time. So I was like, you know, paying attention to it. And he was laughing, I guess, at them because they're like, ha ha. Cause now they were trying to cease and desist them. And he was like, nope, fuck you. It's not in my contract. Right. And he able was able to win that. But apparently that standard now is that you can't go and do a show on the internet. You can't make YouTube videos. You can't because you don't own your own image. Although I don't, I feel like that's not enforceable in the laws of non-compete so, because you can use your own name. You cannot, so, you, someone else cannot patent your name. No, but there is, so America, it's also different. I only know the laws for Canada. I think America, it's more um, restrictive. It's, yeah, contract but laws king. In Canada, uh, you can't prevent, my lawyer tells me this all the time because I make all my employees sign a non-compete. Yeah. That's uh, like, and not like I'm, making them sign a non-compete, but like I, it's a standard employment contract with a non-compete clause and a non-disclosure clause and all this. Yeah. And he's, and my lawyer said the non-disclosure clause is enforceable. Non-competes generally are not. Right. Because he said in Canada, you can't, and judges time and time again have sided with this. You can't prevent someone from working in their field. Right. If this is what the, they're, the only exceptions are typically uh, people that like sell a business the 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 only exceptions to my knowledge are uh, non solicitation agreements right. are enforceable yes and that's if they an employee of yours or a partner ex partner whatever starts a competing business they can't take your clients right that's easy also to get around where you just create a paper trail of solicitation in the other direction if the client if they reach out to you then it's fine yeah but but like i I know for example a a person who sold their company to uh, a giant japanese technology company uh hitachi and it was like and they had a non-compete for a number of years and because it was like you cannot compete with the business operations like this it was like as broad as with the business operations of Hitachi, because they make microwaves, they make and, literally and everything. Cars and yeah, TVs. they make fucking like from like payloaders to microwaves. They yeah. make everything. So he's like, I can't work. Period. Yeah. So for the period of the non-compete, he got a government job. Yeah. Because yeah, fuck off. <laughs> the government, it was conceivably the only way that he could, but make money and not be non-competing. What? But but he complied to it because he's like. I'm not going to go into a legal battle yeah. with Hitachi, who has billions of dollars and billions and in, of yen and infinite lawyers. Yeah. And also, I just I'm flush with cash. I don't give a fuck. I'll just do whatever. I don't want to bother with it. And it's like that's that's the only kind of non-compete that works, at least in our country. But also, like time no, and time fair. again, we've seen threatening to sue someone is more effective than suing them. Yeah. Cease and desist. Really effective. 
Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, yeah, you I, don't know, I, got, I got some funny stories about cease and desist, but <laughs> so like in the startup in, in, in the startup culture, it's funny. Like, yeah, being like that's not a real document. Soon. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Wait. Yeah. Wait for the real suit. Yeah. Like I don't you, know. So yeah, but like you can't. If somebody works in a job for their entire lives and you fire them or they quit to start their own business, you can't legally prevent people from working in their own industry. No, you cannot. By non-compete. You should not be able to. The only thing you should yeah. be able to prevent is use of your brand, use of your image, use of your proprietary information, period. Yeah. Well, another thing that people, I know they talk about all the time. So, Let's go back to this just to stay on topic. We're talking about this like Tucker Carlson and the, and the podcast guy. Yeah. It's like um, most employment contracts uh, where you're creating intellectual property state that any intellectual property you work on is belongs to the company. Yes. His brand as a broadcaster is intellectual property. Yes. Owned by the company. In Although, theory. how do you quantify that? Well, that's what the lawyers are for. I cannot right? like physically change my face. Obviously. Right. But it's happened before where, and like, I know, you know, because it's happened here and I've like paid attention to the story is like, he couldn't use part of his own brand. Yeah. Because he didn't own it. Because like, Tucker Carlson, the broadcaster, is a wholly owned subsidiary of Fox News. Also, I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying it like as a. Also, Tucker Carlson has hundreds of millions of dollars, and he could fight. He could afford. Well, he, he could, could afford the. It. He could afford the legal battle. Well, and then I think you just. I think you just. Um, you make it just not Tucker Carlson, right. right? You make it like Buck with Tuck. Literally, but Buck fuck with Tuck. <laughs> buck fuck with and, Tuck. And. Um, business idea and uh you uh, yeah and then like you do it different enough that they can't sue you yeah it's not the eight o'clock show news with tucker yeah it's just like oh it's not news i'm just talking on the fucking or no the funny part would be he does a news show and fox tries to sue him and then the judge is like you're not news <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you you said specifically you, you were not your news. entertainment and that, this is a news show so. that would be funny actually uh, but, but like he's gone on um like Nelk Boys. Yeah. And that fucking podcast got like tens of millions of views. Like which is more than people, the show gets. People want to people care what he wants has to say. He has an Tucker o- Carlson. He, he has an outsized impact like because of the he doesn't have an, a big impact because of viewership per se, but it's because of his it's like the spin-offs of the social media takes of what he says and it's also the legitimacy of him saying it on cable news. Which like he's not going to the, be able to. The platform anymore. legitimizes him, and I think he is going to be significantly reduced as a brand because of this. Like I he agree. is going to be relevant. At, like he'll be fine. He'll make a living, whatever. But I think his legitimacy is going to be materially impacted. Well, do you think he'll go the way of like Alex Jones? I think he's going to go the way of Shapiro. Um, okay. My money is on he lands a Daily Wire. I think he's doing going to do his own thing. Is my personal. I think. I, I vote he's going to land at Daily Wire and he's going to run for president in the next two to four elections. You think he'll run for president? Yes. Crazy. I don't know about that. Um, it I I might rescind this in six months, but yeah. as of today, if he can recover and preserve his brand, if he can come out fucking guns blazing. He wouldn't run against Trump, though. No, he wouldn't. No. But he hates Trump. But he wouldn't which try. Is a, but he wouldn't because his, but his viewers like Trump and he's yeah. endorsed Trump. Yeah, yeah. 
the fact that he hates him. You'll, you'll wait till Trump dies. Yeah. But in three years, I if he can stay relevant, if he can, if he can preserve his brand, if he can, you know, guns blazing, preserve himself, his image. Last next six months will tell, but. I, I basically wanted to get into like the nuance of like why people believe he's fired. So I think I I always undervalue the fact that like I pay attention to a lot more uh, variety of media than most people do. But the number of the, the different reasons that people have been reporting that he was fired uh, almost certainly was not because of what he said that got him sued because Fox hosts have never been like really fired for saying dumb shit on the internet or, or or on stream. He was fired because he's a gigantic HR liability. And I think basically Fox looked at all the lawsuits with associated with toxic Tucker. And they looked at the revenue associated with Tucker and they realized that this was a net loss situation. So he he brings in about seventy eight million dollars a year, and he's been going for about a decade. So if you do the maths on that, about seven hundred and eighty million dollars he's brought in for Fox, and the lawsuit they just lost to Dominion Voting Systems was about like nine two billion dollars. No, it was like eight hundred million. The initial lawsuit was one point six billion, but they settled at about eight hundred million. Before the trial, because they knew they were going to lose. I thought um, Big Boss said it was because of the Gen 6 thing. So this is, again, the messaging part of it. It's like there's always there's like the reason they say and then there's the reason that is. So I think the January 6th thing alarmed Murdoch for a lot of reasons, for valid reasons. Is he still in charge? Murdoch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't he like 99? Doesn't matter. Yeah. So there was actually a judge that recently... Shout out Logan Roy. Yeah. (laughs) There's a judge that tossed out uh, the fact that Rupert Murdoch was not an officer of the company. He's like, no, that's not fucking relevant. He's obviously still in full control and command of the company. It's like how uh, Elon's not on the board of Tesla. But he's still in control. Except Kimball's on the board. (laughs) Exactly. So he's materially still in control. So that was one of the parts of the lawsuit that made them surrender to dominion um not going to get into the weeds of that but basically the only thing that that gets you fired at fox is if you become such a massive hr liability that is untenable for you to become an employee there or to remain an employee there anymore so there was a lawsuit by a former producer where she was suing for like a toxic work environment that was like super misogynist super anti anti anti-semitic and racist uh, for, so the first day she had at work, working under the Tucker show, um, Tucker plastered, uh, like, photoshopped, like, bikini model pictures of Nancy Pelosi all over her office. That was, like, her first day in. She's like, what the fuck? Why, why Pelosi? Why bikini pictures? Why titties? Why everywhere? Like, that was her first day in. They had, they held mock debates so when there was, uh, I think Governor Gretchen, Whit- Gretchen Whitmer and there's like another um, Republican uh, congressperson that were supposed to be interviewed on the same night, Tucker and his writers and producers held a mock debate in the office of like, who's more fuckable, this governor or that governor? 
You know the um, episode of The Office where they uh, are debating in if Helen Mirren's hot or not? Right. Yeah, it was like that, but <laughs> That's far just what worse. I'm thinking. Uh, so there's an existing lawsuit from this former Fox producer against Fox naming Tucker as toxic work environment, super misogynist, super racist, like... Apparently, like use of the the c word around women, super derogatory comments, I think that, like degrading comments, com- like just just an absolutely awful place to be around us anywhere near Tucker Carlson. If women want to be in the workplace, like I think they should have to put up with that. That's just equal rights. Fair. Um, so that was one part of it. Uh, There's also another Fox insider that said it was a part of this uh, whole Dominion debacle that named. Um, specifically the correspondence that were found in Discovery with this lawsuit with Dominion, which is hilarious because it's opening up a whole shit can of worms against Fox. There's going to be actually probably a lot of lawsuits against Fox because a lot was revealed in these emails and text messages that they were knowingly lying about things. And there's a lot of other corporations and individuals that will be filing or that will be suing them for defamation that could likely win because the precedents of this settlement has been set. So they're going to be in court for the next decade period. But anyways, one of these emails that has not been released yet, because for whatever reasons, I don't understand. They can selectively release these things of found in discovery, but apparently it's like, um, if something's rel- like releasing, it will affect like how people there's a certain, there's points in discovery where you release discovery Right. And it's like relevance to the case. Relevance to like the point you're at in the case. Or I think there's a thing that's like if you release, there's been like situations where they release something. So then the other party goes and destroys the rest of it. Right. So they like wait until everything's admitted and then they like tell you what they have kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, Relevance. Relevance is a big thing. There's like, and it's like somebody the actual lawyer has to actually see it and they have to show it to the opposite lawyer before they can like right. enter it to the courts. There's yeah. a, there's a bunch of procedure of, of disclosure. Court. Yeah. <laughs> it's why like no one just runs into the courtroom and goes, I have the fucking bombshell evidence like they do right. in the movies, right? Like you have to enter that seven weeks ago <laughs> yeah. into the record. It has to be reviewed by both sides. You can't pull something out in court without entering it into evidence. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, in the, in that process, something that was deemed like irrelevant to the specific uh, case of Dominion apparently was a, it was either an email or a text message. I think it was an email from Tucker that was, quote, so anti-Semitic, it was legally actionable. Against what race, though? You, oh, he said <laughs> semi. Anti-Semitic. Um, like, so he's... Here- he like this guy is like unironically been I don't, against I don't women. He's been anti-Semitic. About... He's been like white supremacist. He's been great replacement theory. He's been all these things. Like I don't he says usually... the quiet shit out loud all the time. And the fact that he is these things in private is problematic. Is uh, is unsurprising. That's fair because like I think um, we're Alex Jones fans on this show. Hundred um, percent. I think Alex Jones is the opposite. Entertainment value ten out of ten. Where Alex Jones is more ridiculous on air than he is in real life. 
Right, but he doesn't have the legitimacy of no, Tucker. No, everyone thinks he's crazy. Right. But like, because like you listen to like Joe Rogan, and I know Joe Rogan is his own can of worms. Yeah. But you listen to Joe Rogan talk to him as like a person. Yeah. He's like, no, he's fine. Like, he's just... He was on a bender for a while. And he know, said some dumb he's shit. He's just crazy. Like, um... The, the fact, whole, that, the the fact f- that people Tucker believe that Tucker is news is what the problem is. Yeah. I think, like, I... I will defend Alex Jones. I think that he's apologized for the Sandy Hook thing and should be like... Mm. No, he has. He's apologized. He well, said he was wrong. After, after he lost the suit. No, no, before that. He apologized and said he was wrong and rescinded everything. And I think if I memory serves, put it up on the screen, um, raised money for them at the end of the day for the families. But he also but, refused to admit that what he did was entertainment. But um, the fact that he's being punished for it so far that he goes into bankruptcy, I also think is good. That's totally fair. Like, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. If you fuck around, find out, right? Literally. So I don't think he should get... I think he deserves everything that he got, but I also think he has apologized. Because the thing with him is he's right so often where he's like, this was a psyop, and it was. I wouldn't say so often. He's, I don't know. He's right probably one out of a hundred statements he makes. I don't know. I think it's more than that, honestly. No, you got to remember, this guy puts out... Hours a day. Yeah. And he gets like two things a year right. No, I think he gets way more than that, right? So, I don't know. Whatever the number is, I think it's it's under 5%. I wholeheartedly believe. Like, they're making the frogs gay was like okay. not wrong, but also was, <laughs> no, not, was not correct. What people don't get about that meme is that that was like a environmentalist thing. He was like, these giant corporations are dumping chemicals in the water. No, no, no. That wasn't it. It was birth. I watched... Like literally, th- this is this is the frog's gay thing. I mean, we've joked about it before, so I want to clarify. So, birth control. Uh, look up the science. Causes women to urinate out excess estrogen. Okay. Goes goes into the sewage system. Sure. And this is like when you look at the context of millions of people. And it makes the frogs gay because there's so much estrogen. The sewage system gets a really high concentration of estrogen as compared to normal, and frogs exist within the ecosystem where this excess sewage is dumped, so they get a really high dose of estrogen, oh, okay. and it like converts the sexual makeup of these frogs, and it makes them mate, like, you're making male f- frogs mate with other males because, like, the estrogen is super high. Whatever reason. The frogs gay thing is, like, a comedy editorialization of like the real issue of like oh concentrated sewage is leaking into ecosystems yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's but he spins it into <laughs> these <laughs> fucking liberals and their fucking well, birth control are making the frogs gay we it's talk like about, that that's that's the editorialization yeah. of well we talk about sewage is infecting the yeah, ecosystem we talk whatever. about that all the time where whatever. it's like you had us until the last part right yeah like, you're you're you're, you're not you're, wrong you're no because he's like yeah alex jones says a lot of uh anti-capitalist things all the time mm. uh and even like he's acknowledged that no he where, he is alex jones was a le- definitely left 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 of center sure. maybe far left until trump came along but then he doesn't then like he, trump and, anymore and then he fucking backpacked on trump yeah in because it made him popular but he doesn't like trump anymore because obviously trump's a piece of shit and he's yeah. stupid and jones 
realizes that yeah. and obviously Jan 6 and all that shit but like, didn't work out. Basically what well what is true in real life is that every single American politician is far right, they're all capitalists true. and capitalism is bad. Alex Jones believes that that they're all the same and they're all bad, but then he believes it's because they're serving alien no, like demons. No, I think <laughs> I think it's less complicated than that. I think at the end of the day, he believes that he's going to make that cash money and he'll say whatever he I can to get the views. I, I don't think that's true because he's in court on record saying that he could have custody of his children if he just admitted that he's doing this for money and he doesn't believe it. And he said he's not. He believes it. And he lost custody of his children. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. He's, he's there's like, a lot no. of ways to take that. He's like, no, this is true. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's either insane or like he's really committed to the bit. Both. And I think either is fine. I think both is fine. So back to the Tucker thing. We gotta, I just We got to finish up, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to understand that Tucker did not get terminated because of just specifically he said some dumb shit on TV. I think he had a lot of HR liabilities coming down the pike with the anti-Semitism he engaged in in the workplace, the misogyny that he engaged in, the sexual harassment that he engaged in. And within the within the Fox News workplace, he it was becoming like an unsustainable, like toxic rot in the <coughs> company. Rip. Willis just took a massive hit off a of bong. I literally wasn't even drinking anything. And I just started coughing. You took a fuck? huge so hit weird. off a massive bong. If you follow us on uh, YouTube. If you watch the YouTube version of this video on You'll YouTube.com slash Willows, you can see the hong rip. I took um, twice the do recommended do <coughs> dose of... Um, so my... my uh, I don't sleep well at night. True. And my roommate uh, bought me a... CBN drink. Okay. So it's a cannabis drink. Yeah. Much like... Which is legal here. Which is obviously... Yeah. Oh, fuck you, America. Which is much like CBD. Yeah. So it's not psychoactive, but it's like therapeutic or whatever. But CBN is like... Sleepy time. No, but CBN, I think, is like... Is psychoactive a little bit. Okay. So it's basically like the health benefits of CBD crossed with like THC. Yeah. So he bought me a thing of it a vial of it and uh i did twice the recommended dose and i still woke up in the middle of the night and i, <laughs> I snapped him at like four in the morning i'm like no nah, i'm still awake <laughs> uh it was like recommended like uh, 0.6 of a gram and i took like one gram yeah or one milliliter or whatever it was so i think i still have the whole vial i think i'm gonna take like 10 times the recommended dose and see, see, if, it, see if it knocks me out nice but i just haven't had a day um, since then that I can't wake up in the morning. Right. Cause like I, I've said this all the time. Like I can, I've considered <laughs> your power through that alarm. Well, I've, I've considered like taking like lorazepam or like something yeah. drastic. Yeah. But I'm worried, um, because I often have to work. Right. Right. So I'm worried about like sleeping through or like if I force myself to wake up in the morning, am I going to be fucked? Right. For like driving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like you can't operate heavy equipment for 24 hours. Like, how do I get to work in the morning? Right? Yeah. Like that's, that's what I, why I'm scared of. Not because I don't want to do enough drugs to put me in a fucking stupor, <laughs> but like when I do enough alcohol to knock me the fuck out, 
Like when I take 30 shots on a weekend and knock me the fuck out, I know that I can wake up after three hours and go to work right? and be fine. It'll suck, yeah. but I know I can do it. But the thing with like, I don't know if I can take a benzodiazepine and then go to work, right? Which is yeah. why I haven't done it. Because God forbid I fucking kill somebody in a car because I'm on a fucking benzo. You know what I mean? Like God forbid. Rip, God does forbid this. Rip JP. <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Huh? The benzo king. Um, but uh, anyways, wrap up my thought. Uh, <laughs> wrap up my cock more like it. Rip. The sorry, only, once, the once you start talking for the, so long, I like don't get interested I'm anymore so, and I'm I start trolling. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The only thing that gets you fired from Fox apparently is just being an HR liability. So number one, don't believe what the initial press release says. Number two, he was probably a piece of shit and got fired because he was a liability to the company as an He's employee. also like Harvard educated. Yeah, that's that's the thing that like I, I you cannot understate. This guy was Brilliant. paid hundreds of millions of dollars <clears throat> as a Ivy League educated people forget multi millionaire as a puppet figurehead for a billionaire. I think liberals really discount how smart some of these people are. Yeah. Like how smart some of these grifters are. It's like, oh Trump's such an idiot. It's like, is he though? There there's interviews with Tucker with stuff that's off of his show or it's kind of more off the cuff, a little bit more genuine, like off script. And you can tell that this guy fully understands like great replacement theory. He fully understands white supremacy. He fully understands all these things and yet willingly, consciously creates these uh, these statements that create fear, that create anger, that create all these things. He's doing this on purpose. Like none of this is by accident. All this is on purpose. All this is intentional. And you can cr- you can fully put this shit on his shoulders. And the most important part is that none of that matters to Fox. The only thing that gets you fired is you become an HR liability. Like HR like, Which I'm kind of on board with that. Like white supremacy. Say ridiculous things, but don't rape people. That's been my mantra since day one. Thanks, Bill O'Reilly. <clears throat> Rip. Yeah, so he, he crossed the line. So that's it. That's it. He just like from the capitalist perspective, he just crossed the line because like I said earlier. The guy made about $78 million a year for Fox. Hey, f- from a capitalist perspective, if he caused more headaches than he made money for the company, they're with, well within their right to fire them. Literally, he crossed that line. He made <clears throat> $78 million a year for, from Fox, and he got and they got sued for like 800 some million dollars, which basically wiped out the last 10 years that he existed. And also, he was a pain in the ass. They're like, so you know what? You don't make us money. You cost us money. You're a pain in the ass. Fuck you. Go away. That was it. And it's that's, uncomplicated. That's the entire formula. And that's basically what every audience member is saying to us through the screen right now. So we will go away. Until next time, kids. This has been episode 112 of <clears throat> Alcohol Beyond This Point. Find us Alcohol Beyond This Point on Instagram, Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook. Tyler is the man over there. Yeah, that's all you needed to know. Willows is the they over here is it offensive to identify as a not it's non-binary when non-binary you're not, when i'm not non-binary is that like appropriation <clears throat> i mean kind of the definition of gender neutral means neutrality should not be a position so i'd say no you're fine neutrality is not a stance therefore 
you're fine. On that note, we're changing the name of the podcast to Alcohol, alcohol Beyond They Point. Um, <laughs> beyond them. Beyond them. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol Beyond um, Them. And stay tuned for next episode where we have Tucker Carlson as a guest. <laughs> Woo! Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.